0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to our final episode of Growing Pains for this season. I'm really excited to welcome somebody who, to me, needs no introduction, but to all of you, you've heard about him, but never from him. He's my boyfriend, Aiden Gallagher, and today we're going to talk about questions to continue to maintain a healthy, long-distance relationship. Aiden, thanks for being here on the mic with me, even though we've been hanging out for the past six days.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. Pleasure to be a part of the podcast now.
0: (laughs) So we're going to go through this episode in a little bit different of a way than our typical guest episodes do. So before we jump into questions, I'm going to set my intention. And I think that today, this is also my first in-person interview. So it's a little bit different for me. But I think today, I really want this to just be a conversation between me and him that you guys get to listen to. So my intention is just going to be be present with him and try to forget that everything else is going on Aiden do you want to set yours
1: yeah I think setting an intention for me personally is a little difficult just because like I feel like there's certain parameters but um if I had set my intention for this podcast today um I'd probably set my intention to ask questions that are elaborate and force you to talk and get in depth with yourself
0: well then let's just get right in we played the game we're not really strangers before but that was before we started dating and so I feel like there's still some questions that I want to dive further into but it's kind of going to be the style that we did when we did that game so my first question I'll go first to break the ice when we first met what were you expecting from meeting
1: I think like first meeting like I, I honestly just wanted to Meet someone who I can hang out with during COVID year. Um, at Michigan State, I was kind of just at in the dorm since it was my freshman year with just my team. Uh, there was no other students on campus besides athletes, so I was just trying to meet people. And since it was pretty locked down that time of year, it was it was hard to get out and meet people. And I know you even know how many times I asked if you were COVID tested <laughs> and make Every sure that, yeah make sure you were negative because it's like if you one person gets sick on the team and you guys can't play so they don't that domino but um yeah i think i just wanted to, to meet people like get into college um the freshman year was not um a normal freshman year um so just trying to get out there a little bit and you'd be on campus it was it was nice to just hang out and, and talk and get to know who you were
0: yeah okay your turn
1: so going on to the long distance part i know you and i tend to visit each other um, when we can. And it's a five and a half hour drive from Marquette to Chicago. It's kind of a two-parter question. What do you think about on the drive? And, um, how do you pass the time on your drive?
0: Okay. What do I think about on the drive? Typically when I hop on the road, I either like to toss on podcasts or music in some of the drive. I like to not think, I think it's kind of like a meditative state almost to try to just like clear my brain and get in tune with what I'm listening to or to like sing along or something like that. If I am thinking, I'm thinking about how excited I am to get there. That always makes the drive go faster on the way to you. The way home sucks. Sucks. I think about turning around (laughs) like for the whole first two hours. (laughs)
1: Because you like Mark there in Chicago. A
0: little bit. I pass, yeah, I pass my time through music and podcasts and by thinking about the time that we're going to get to spend together, but also thinking about the tasks that I might need to accomplish in order to feel as if I can be present with you. Like if I need to set up my morning to go to the coffee shops or something to get work done before you and I can just have our free time. I think about like setting up my schedule of when we're together. My next question. Going off of healthy relationship. What do you feel like you've taken from some of your past experiences and brought into this one that are different and have made our relationship work well for you?
1: I would say that uh, getting out of my last relationship, I was pretty devastated. It hurt a lot, but I had a conversation with my best friend's dad, who's really intelligent, very wise guy. Um, And he kind of just told me that with whatever relationship that I want to pursue, be authentic and pure and all my intentions and, and to be vulnerable. I think that, that's something I've pulled. And what I take from all of that is just to be myself to communicate and be honest. And I, f- I feel that those are fundamental points in relationships. Like if you don't have trust, if you don't have communication, especially with long distance, then nothing's ever going to work out. But I think that, that we built the foundation when we went to school together. And now that we're away, can like I trust you if you're going out with friends, or if you're whatever you're doing like i I, i'm not stressed i'm not anxious about what you're doing because like i know what your intentions are i trust what you're doing and i'd I'd like to think that you do the same with me i just think that we've built that 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 trust with each other so that was huge because right from the start like i was just authentic myself and because if you if you try to pretend to be someone you're not um eventually whoever you're with is going to see through it you can't hold up that charade forever so just being who you are you attract the people who are close to you and who share the same common interests. And you don't have to expend the energy to try and be someone who you're not. So I think that was a huge lesson that I took away that's really ignited this relationship and built this strong foundation.
0: Yeah, I know that that's something that we talked about pretty early on was communication and how sometimes I lacked that. And I knew that that was something that I had a downfall in when we were starting our relationship. And so we had known before we gotten into the relationship that if we were going to make this work, it was going to take more communication from me and also some of your non-negotiables like good mornings and good nights from me. And so I had to put in a little bit more work on the communication side just because I knew I, I had already lacked in that coming into it. So, yeah. You've
1: done very well with that. And I understand like sometimes like stuff's going on and you fall asleep. Like I, I've caught on to that trend. I I think beginning... <laughs> it,
0: I, tries, I try to make it only happen like Maximum once a month.
1: I think beginning of the relationship, I was much more anal about that, and mm-hmm. and now like I understand like if I don't hear from you and it's late, and I know what your schedule is, and if you're exhausted, I'm like she's sleeping, like yeah, that's fine. It's just like I never want to go to bed and then wake up to a good night text and I'm like oh no, I didn't say it because mm. I'm like that that hits hard with me that I didn't say it. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I think that as the relationship's gone on, like I've I've grown accustomed to. To your tendencies, and sometimes you just go to bed because you work a, a ridiculous amount. So I've caught yeah. on.
0: Okay, can I ask a second question before you ask two questions? Then you can have two questions. Sure. Okay. When did the good morning and good night texts come into your life? Like, why have they played such a vital role in in your relationship building?
1: Now, like going like when we went to Michigan State, and like that's kind of a quote unquote party school and all that kind of stuff, and um it's like you you care for the people who who you love um so like i whereas i'm like i'm not texting my my best friends like good night every night um it's like whenever they leave my house or if we're ever hanging out it's like let me know when you get back safe mm-hmm. like travel safe and it's my more, more it's just like like you're the only person who will text good night and good morning too and i think it's just like every morning now we have an hour difference like i think it's nice for you to start the day off with a good morning text like you you've already heard from me like you wake up to that or like whenever I say good night to you it's the last person I talk to so you're the last person I talk to every day and you're the first person I talk to every morning mm-hmm. And I think it's just like a, a a care thing for me I like to receive the goodnight text just because it's like it it it, it ends my day and I like hearing the good morning text because like I know you're getting up and getting after it and I know like now I get up earlier before you just because the time difference so mm-hmm. I think it's nice to for you to always wake up to that
0: I definitely do wake up with a smile when I see it. Okay, you get two questions now. Do
1: you think there's any anywhere that's lacking in the long-distance relationship that you think could be improved on?
0: I've been thinking about that, mostly just because I feel like we've been in a pretty steady place with where our long-distance relationship is. Like, we get to see each other once a month, and if we get to see each other more than that, then it's just, like, an extra added bonus, and it's an exciting month where, you know, we just happen to have more time or something of that sort, but I Honestly, I don't feel as if I am lacking feeling loved in any way or feeling as if like we could build on our relationship in any way because I know that when we're apart, you're doing your thing and I'm doing my thing. And our things are very focused on our dreams and our goals towards life and that's something that I love so much about what we have is that you have your own goals and you're going after them and I support you in that and you support me in my dreams and my goals And we know that we're focused on ourselves when we're by ourselves and each other when we're with each other. And so I think just having that established foundation already of having individual goals has made our long distance relationship a lot easier for me. Because like you said earlier, I'm not worried about anything else that's really going on.
1: Yeah, I would say I agree with you on that one. Like I always like, even talking to like my roommates up at school they're always on the phone with their parents or their their girlfriends and whatnot and it's nice to be on the phone with you and talk to you but it's like I it doesn't need to be an everyday 24 7 thing like we both know that we what we have going on like uh I have hockey you have your 17 jobs that you work that you're working right now <laughs> and the dreams that you're chasing um so I think it's nice that we have that small like the small conversations throughout the day we're not in need of that constant daily reassurance yeah uh, we, we can we can have that four or five hours of no communication because it's like okay you're working on your thing i'm working on my thing and we have that understanding which i think is really really nice and really healthy especially like moving on to the, the real world and later down the life like we're both gonna have jobs anyway we're both gonna be gone from each other for eight nine hours a day mm-hmm. um
0: and even traveling. Like, yeah. You're going to have to travel for your career. I'm assuming that my career is going to entail some traveling. So being apart from each other is also going to be something that I feel like isn't just for now. You know, it's going to be something we're going to have to continue to carry.
1: Yeah. I, I apologize again for when you come to visit during game weekends and, <laughs> and in game mode.
0: No, but it's also for me, though, I like seeing you like that. I like being able to see you in your element and getting to see you how you take care of yourself and how you need to prepare for your dreams and how you need to prepare to show up as your best self. I think that if anything, getting to see that makes me appreciate and love you even more because I see the work that you're putting in. And you know that I'm very focused around personal growth and putting in work towards yourself and going after your dreams by yourself. And so it being able to see that, I think is even more beneficial for me
1: my follow-up question um would be when we were in the early stages of talking and and about to be dating um i remember having a conversation with you on the way to starbucks you weren't dating yet and i told you my feelings and you kind of didn't didn't jump at the whole dating immediately and then eventually you fell into it what was your thought process behind that
0: yeah well to begin with, I didn't think that you wanted a full-on relationship either.
1: I didn't at the start.
0: Right. Neither did I. And I, I think when we had first met, I was just like, okay, cool. Like, this is a kid that we're meeting during COVID year. I'm about to graduate in a year. Like, just somebody fun to, like, have around on campus. Like,
1: Yeah, a little so, freshman.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess I was kind of being a cougar in that situation. But we're the same age, everybody. We're the same age. I'm older. Uh, he's older okay by two months but it was just for me something that I saw as that was going to be casual and fun and just like somebody else to have a friend for on campus you know and so as we started to hang out more and we did start hanging out mostly as friends like not necessarily I don't know if that was entirely the intention behind it but like we were just watching movies at each other's places for the first couple times or like going on drives it was like I was picking you up and dropping you off at the hockey house you know it wasn't anything beyond that for the first few times that we were hanging out and so for me that was really refreshing and kind of justified that like oh we can just like make this a friend type thing and then as we kept hanging out and got closer and closer I think I started to realize that like yeah, I was starting to have feelings for you. But at the same time, I was about to graduate college and I wanted my dreams and my next step to be solely focused on myself, especially after being in the relationship that I was previously in, that I just didn't want to allow myself to be controlled or attached to something else that wasn't what I wanted for that next step of my life. And so I think that's where my hesitancy came from was just because I had just been in a relationship that was not good to me. So moving into the next relationship, especially when I was just about to be in such a huge part of my life leaving college is why I took so much time on it. I know that communication is something that's been really big for me and you. Is is communication bring confidence to our relationship or why why is communication so huge for you
1: well communication and first off yeah it had a huge effect on my last relationship but overall communication doesn't matter where you're in if you're in finance pilates if you're working anywhere any sports team communication is key like if you're the more you're talking the more in sync you are with and and, in my terms with hockey the more in sync you are with your teammates um, you know where guys are, and, and so on and so on. Communication was kind of the downfall of my last relationship, just because my ex could, didn't communicate her feelings, I didn't communicate my feelings. We were on different pages, and that ultimately led to our breakup. So that was a huge key that I told myself that when I get into a new relationship, that first I wasn't gonna rush into it at all, and second, that I would make sure I put communication and trust at the forefront, just because I don't think you can have trust without communication so i i I would like to think that communication is one of the most important things in a relationship just so it it would would avoid arguments if you communicate more Um, it avoids a lot of things communication can avoid a lot of bad times for instance you you work a long day Mm -hmm. i don't hear from you all day and then it's it's good night had Mm -hmm. a a good day good night I, i look at that where i have no idea what's going on throughout the day i'm like why should you just saying a night it's just one like talk like that kind of stuff and that could lead to stuff it could like start small where like I wouldn't show it or you wouldn't show about it, it would building something bigger but if it was like a simple communication hey like I like you and I have talked about this before as well and it's like hey like I'm gonna be working a long day today like I'll be yeah. off my phone then I see that I'm like okay thank you for talking to me about that tell me when you get home
0: yeah now I'll there's now have. there's no other thoughts in your head that yeah. like, could be making you think that something else is going on
1: yeah and it's not so yeah it's like just being in being in the loop, being in the now, it's nothing like you don't know, I'll get into the details, but I'll be off my phone from from this time to this time. I say, Okay, cool, have fun, get your stuff done, enjoy it, I'll talk to you later. It's just like as simple as that. And it takes five seconds to do and like it's just a it's just a big big part on like I'm happy with what we have now. Like I'm happy mm-hmm. that I found you, happy that I met you. But at the time when with my last girlfriend, like I was the end of the world at that time, I'm like, oh my god, that could have been preventable with communication. Mm-hmm. All we had to do was just talk it out. We couldn't do that. Now we're done. Mm-hmm. And at that time, like, you talked to my family, my friends, like, I was devastated. So, um, that's why I told myself and that with the next relationship, make sure we have communication so that's avoided. Mm-hmm. And you learn from your mistakes, and you, you learn from past events, and I think that's what I was trying to do when getting into a, a, a new relationship.
0: Yeah, It definitely builds our confidence and avoids any because we don't argue a lot in general. No, rarely. Like, rarely. And if we do, it's about something... Trivial. S- yeah, small.
1: Like sports yesterday.
0: <laughs> yeah, silly. And it's not even an argument. It's just like a, a conversation it's about banter. topics. yeah. Yeah. And so I think that that does remove a lot of our arguments because sometimes, you know, you'll look at your phone and you'll be like, oh, he hasn't texted me in this long. What else is he doing? You know, and I feel like that's where a lot of arguments come from in relationships is...
1: Or just boiled each up anger. Yeah, boiled to... up
0: anger or each other's in personal insecurities running through their minds of like, Oh, what am I doing that he's not responding to me? You know? And so then that comes out in an argument when it's not entirely needed. And so I think for us, we both have the security in ourselves to know like that we're focusing on ourselves, but we also have that extra step of communication that solidifies that we're really just working on something else for the time being
1: and I'd say that ties into the authenticity and vulnerability just because like you're so consistent with being yourself that your partner knows what to expect they know what you're about they know who you're about but if you try to be someone you're not like you're juggling two different personalities yeah. um like I'm, I'm a goofball like I like to get I like to get a little <laughs> sarcastic sometimes but all the time all the time (laughs) all the time's accurate this is the most serious Liv's seen me since actually actually,
0: I I haven't heard this voice come out of him in a very long time I heard
1: this voice come out of me till a meeting with northern Michigan coaches (laughs) yeah but yeah it's like it's like she knows that like my two personalities are my hockey personality and when away from the rink and she usually sees the one away from the rink and she knows what to expect with that and I think you know what to expect when I'm in hockey mode mode, yeah. yeah it's just seriousness but that's the thing is that she knows that those that's my character like mm-hmm. like I know what her character is about like I, I know what to expect and and like I, I love it if I didn't like the, this we wouldn't be talking yeah, we wouldn't be talking <laughs> right now but that's the thing is that she doesn't need to put on a, a mask or I don't need to put on a mask or pretend to be someone who I'm not like we wouldn't be able to spend six days together or two weeks together if that was the case like you can't put up a front for that long yeah um so I just think where that that's all that call comes in comes into play Mm
0: -hmm. Your
1: um so you were talking about how communications my cornerstone what's yours in relationship
0: I think boundaries are something really big for me and I think it's because I lacked them so much in my previous relationship but I also don't think I knew myself as well as I do now when I was in that relationship so my time away which was mostly during the COVID time was solely spent on focusing on who I am and what I want with my life and really just digging deep in myself and understanding everything that it is that I need and I want. And so I think that finding that security in myself during that time allowed me to step into our relationship more authentically, like you were just talking about. It allowed me to truly just show up as who I am and not shift my personality based on who we're hanging out with or when I'm around you or when I'm around my friends like I truly feel as if I show up the same way in all of my different situations now and so I think that has come to me because I've set boundaries with myself I know when I can give more time to our relationship or I know when I need to give more time to my work or my family or my friends or Whatever it is. And I think that boundaries have played a bit, really big role, especially when it comes to like my morning routine or my night routine. Like when we're together, I don't do my morning routine as much because I'm just in a different space. We get to wake up together and I like to cherish those moments that we do have. But when we're apart, sometimes like you'll text me good morning and I'll text you good morning, but then I won't answer again for like the duration of my morning r- routine. And it's because I need that time to fill myself up and to like set that boundary of this is just for me and I think that yeah boundaries have been something really big for me personally and in our relationship
1: yeah I've definitely um I noticed and understand those like when you're taking care of your morning routine as I said like I know like what you do like roughly about when you do it so I know that if I'm not hearing back from you it's okay you're taking care of your stuff I'll hear from you when when I need to Mm -hmm. um but yeah, I, I, I can really see and notice the the boundaries and I can respect the boundaries that you set just just for like when you're in a relationship. Yes, it's nice to being it together. But I think that the first and foremost is to be comfortable in your own skin. If you can fill up your day with activities that make you love yourself and where you can go to bed and be happy with who you are and the things that you've done, I think that that's more important than expending your energy that you don't have towards making other people happy because the first Mm -hmm. thing you need to do is to make yourself truly happy so that you can come together with your partner and share that instead of just trying to focus on making them happy with whatever like if you just focus all your energy on making them happy
0: you'll lose yourself a little bit yeah
1: you lose yourself so you can focus on yourself and then come together as a couple and share that well it's a saying from will smith but i think that's i think that we're Exemplifying that in our relationship with you doing your work and me doing my work, we just come together and we share it because we're both in a good mindset, we're both happy with what we're doing.
0: Yeah, okay, that kind of leads into my next question Do you feel like you've always been as secure in yourself as you are now when it comes to your relationships and just like knowing how to take care of yourself? Um, or do you think that's changed? And do you think that you're in like a a different place now and that's why it's working well for us
1: i'd say in a different place now like we were talking about earlier today like my high school self was really different and then after um my breakup with my ex like i was in a very dark spot through that that's where i found of trying to find happiness in yourself and not other people or other things and that's where i really tried to practice the authenticity vulnerability and figured that like if i'm just being myself like yeah some people won't like me cool they can they have their opinion they can do what they want but I'll draw I'll draw people who are like-minded with myself towards me and I'll surround myself with good company and it didn't happen overnight and there's times where I'm like why am I doing this this is stupid but like in the long run I feel a lot more comfortable with my skin I'm proud to be who I want to be do what I want to do within the confines of respecting others of course mm-hmm. but and there's still there's ups and downs still like it's not all good it's not all bad but i think yeah i think that i i didn't want to get into another relationship until i was comfortable with myself because you can't rely on someone else for your happiness so kind of getting into a stable mind and changing my mindset how i was thinking i realized that i could get into a relationship and it wouldn't matter if we broke up or whatnot like i wouldn't lose myself like i did my prior relationship because i had a lot of investment in that relationship and wasn't really, I was focused more on trying to make her happy and the expense of my own. Yeah. Um, I think so, that's
0: something we share in common Yeah, with our previous relationships. And I also...
1: We're just nice yeah. people.
0: <laughs> but it, sometimes you lose that, like, inner goodness when you're, like you said, trying to focus on somebody else's happiness, you know? It's like you lose your little light and sometimes you after a relationship, you just need to re-find it. And I think that I felt the same as you did, wanting to make sure that I have secured in myself before ever jumping into something again.
1: Now, I know this is, for my next question, I know that this mm-hmm. is um, a podcast on long-distance healthy relationship. Yeah. Do you find it tough during the holiday seasons having to kind of choose about Whose whose family to go visit? Uh, I live in Detroit. You live in Chicago. I know for Thanksgiving, I went to your house. And now Mm -hmm. for Christmas, you're at my house. Do you find that it's tough? Like, I, I know that I cherish a lot of time with my family. Do you find that challenging?
0: I don't think so. But I think that growing up when my brothers always had to, like, go over to their girlfriends' Thanksgivings or go over to their significant other's Christmases or whatever it was, I was always like, dang like, I wish they could always be by us, you know? But now that I'm in... relationship where we do split holidays and we do make sure that we prioritize being able to see both of our families during the holidays it makes more sense to me and I mean I love your family and my family loves you and so I feel as if all of our time together like me getting to be with you and your family is something that I (laughs) cherish a lot and you coming and being in Chicago and being with my family is also something that I cherish a lot just because I think we are both pretty close to our families in the aspect of at least wanting them to be involved in our relationships and our lives and our dreams. And so I think that it's it's never been a tough decision for me to leave my family and come see yours for like but, a week.
1: Yeah, it's easy to say. We're about to be doing face masks and watching a movie after this.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, your mom and sisters love me. We're about to watch Christmas movies and do face masks and have hot chocolate and gingerbread cookies. <laughs> So no, it's never been hard for me. Can I re ask? Can I use one of my re asks? Do you find it hard?
1: I don't know. Like I mean, for Christmas especially, that's a. I no no. I cannot miss seeing my family on Christmas. Um, for the hockey season, this is essentially like the only break that I have, where I can come home and spend time with my family. Um, but I've always, for the most part, have never been home for Thanksgiving since starting junior hockey. Um, so being away from them for that like I, I would have to say like christmas is like the main it's the main event where like my entire family's home like my older sister's married she's moved out my younger sister plays softball at ferris state um but it's like that time of the year where like we're all back home together like we go we go do family stuff together like we did the escape room the other night it'd be tough to leave them for christmas but i've been living away from home since i was 17 I I really do cherish my family and all the time that we spend together and all the things that they've done for me, the sacrifices that they've made. So I do like to see them whenever I can and spend as much time as I can with them. But I wouldn't say that it's hard just because like I've lived away from them for five, six years now. So I'm kind of like getting more acclimated and growing up into my big boy shoes. But yeah, any chance I can get to see my family, hands down, go see them immediately.
0: I'm gonna ask (laughs) just another question and then we can wrap it up when we committed to our relationship like you had said it took us a while probably we were talking for like six or seven months before we decided that we were going to start dating. But when we started dating, we talked we talked to each other. And you said that you date to marry you date for a long commitment like you're obviously not going to jump into a relationship expecting it to end. And so that was a commitment that in that moment when we started dating, I had to commit to. I had to know that if we were gonna have any troubles in our relationship, we're not just walking away. We're gonna talk it out and we're gonna try to fix it if we can. Why was that such a big thing for you to implement when we started dating?
1: Well, to me, like the this quote unquote hookup generation, like when you get to like everyone has their fun and whatnot, but like there comes to a point where it's just like why would you date not to marry? Like, why would you spend your time getting to know someone, meet their family, share all these memories and just like with no intentions of going anywhere else? Like, I find that to be a waste of time, a waste of emotion, a waste of energy. So I don't know. Like, I I probably didn't even need to like preface that before. I feel like it should be a no brainer. Like if you're to be seriously committed to somebody, why, why not have those intentions?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I'd never gone into a relationship thinking that before. Like, nobody had ever mentioned that, like, that's how seriously they wanted to take a relationship. So I think coming into our relationship, it was definitely a mindset shift for me, where not as if I was going to come into our relationship and just be like, okay, peace, you know, but I was coming into our relationship with this mindset of, like, this is something that you are going to need to put in work for. It, it's not gonna be something that you're just gonna be able to, like, oh, it's just another relationship, you know? And I think that that kind of, even though it was unintentionally set, kind of set an intention for the future of our relationship for me. You know, like, it set its presence and its importance in my life at that point. And I think without that importance being set, I don't know how thoroughly we would have survived long distance. Not saying that I don't think me and you as humans could have survived long distance. I think that we would probably still be in a very similar place that we are now. But I think that if you or the listeners are in a place where they don't know if they are ready to do long distance with their significant other that they're with right now or they don't know if they want to start dating somebody that they're with right now because it might be long distance in the future. Thinking about that, thinking about, is this something that I'm willing to put in work for and I'm willing to really go the distance for because I see it being beneficial to my life in the long run. And for me, that was a yes. And so that's why I thought that it was time for us to start dating. And
1: she said yes.
0: (laughs) Obviously for you too. So I think that that was something really big i know you said you don't like setting intentions but intentions is kind of my thing so i think that that was something that did help me
1: yeah i think having that conversation and talking about that commitment and like i like i've said to you many times like my word like if i say something i'm gonna do it so having that like hey that's being a committed relationship now it's kind of like i set that present like hey just let you know and i I date like it's serious like if we make this serious it's serious because um, I just feel like there's so many people in today's day and age that will just date to date and they, they don't care. They don't really try or put anything into it. So it's kind of like you need to like make it a statement like, hey, like I take these things seriously. Yeah. And it's just
0: another thing that has helped with my confidence too in our relationship, you know, like if I ever start doubting myself or where we are, I'm just like, no, like we had talked about this. We made this commitment. And if it has changed, like we would have a conversation about it, you know? Yeah
1: so i think that's another thing too with your listeners out there um it's just like if you want to set that, pre- that precedent and set that boundary like immediately in a relationship that the the partner's either gonna stay or run and mm-hmm. you'll have your answer really quick and you don't have to waste time or energy onto it i could have said that to olivia and she could have been like oh well i'm not really into that and I would have had my answer really quick. But if he or she decides to stay, then you know that, that they're in it for the long haul too and they're serious about the relationship as well. So you can get a, a pretty early sign about where they're at mentally in the relationship.
0: Yeah. Our movie night is about to begin. So we're going to cut it short.
1: I want face mask.
0: <laughs> face mask from Costa Rica. We're really excited. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed our conversation, I'm sure that I will... Um, probably sucker aiden into another episode sometime probably not soon because i don't get to see him that much but
1: give us a thumbs up hit the subscribe button (laughs) i watch too much youtube
0: yeah follow us on instagram at listen.growingpaints or at olivia.santelli and for the time being take a look in the mirror come on Aiden, we're gonna do it together (laughs) we're gonna look in the mirror and we're gonna say I love you, Olivia. I love you.
1: Come on, Aiden. (laughs) I love you, Aiden. Oh. It's my sister's mirror.
0: (laughs) So you guys, look in whatever mirror is near you. Tell yourself you love yourself. Tell your friends you love them. Drink a lot of water. And until next season, I love you. And that's enough worth sticking around for. Talk to you all in the new year. Bye.